The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. Today, we have two Throwback Trivia newbies ready to put their nostalgic knowledge to the test. In one corner, we have David the Mafia Abolafia. David, tell the folks at home a little bit about you. Um, well, I am a writer living in Sarasota, Florida, and uh, I'm also a trivia host and a general member of the gig economy with about six different jobs. So I keep myself busy. <laughs> All right. And in the other corner, we have Big Willie Boylan. We'll tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. I'm a uh, seventh grade social studies teacher from Newtown, Connecticut, um, and I've always been big into trivia, but definitely since COVID happened, I've gotten more and more into it in the podcast and everything. So I really appreciate you guys having me. Couldn't be more excited. Awesome. Well, I mean, COVID is basically the result uh, ended in what became this podcast, so we totally feel you there. All right, folks, well, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, now that we know how to play the game, I want to know our contenders just a little bit better. And since I've just recently been watching this uh, series, I want to know, gentlemen, who is your favorite golden girl? Um, I would have to say Dorothy. All right. Um, you know, and uh, just I, someone who who just does not take any crap from anybody and and uh you know tends to call people on their on their bs so i i, I like her all right and will i like that but i'm gonna be selfish i mean if anyone's gonna give you and spoil you great gifts it's rose right so as a grandson <laughs> i'm gonna go with rose there you go both good answers and i think if uh if this if i were a younger man i would have said blanche uh because okay. i was a horny teenager <laughs> but I got to say, as I get older, Dorothy has become my favorite. So uh, David is going to get to pick first in round one. All right, Dave, what category would you like? Uh, let's start with literature. Sure. And we're starting off in the 90s. Uh-oh. All right. 
1991 novel by Brett Easton Ellis is told in the first person by Patrick Bateman, a serial killer and Manhattan investment banker. Uh, I believe that is American Psycho. I believe that you are correct. All right. And we're off to a good start. Will, what category would you like? Movies. Straight to movies. And we're the 2000s. All right. Did you see the twist coming in this 2006 Christopher Nolan film about dueling magicians with a surprising cameo by David Bowie as Nikola Tesla? The Prestige. The Prestige is correct. All right. Back to David. Uh, let's go with TV. Right, getting that media out of the way. Yeah, we're moving along quickly, and we are staying in the 2000s. All right. This American reality television series depicts two wealthy socialites as they struggle to do manual, low-paying jobs, such as cleaning rooms, farm work, and working as camp counselors. Um, the real life. The real life is incorrect. Will, can you steal? feel bad. Uh, a simple life. Simple life is correct. Mm-hmm. You were so close on that. <laughs> yeah, I, not that I ever watched it. <laughs> that is totally valid. I was yeah. just going to say. <laughs> that is That's totally good... valid. <laughs> All right, Will, you got the steal, and you get to pick your category. Sports. Sports. We're staying in the later decades. We're in the 90s again. All right. We're getting all of our uh, later decades out of the way this round. Yeah. At 45 years old, this boxing and cookware icon became the oldest heavyweight champion of all time when he beat Michael Moore in November of 1995. George Foreman. George Foreman is correct. Mm, He's lean and mean and a grilling Mm -hmm. machine. (laughs) And he named all of his children George. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Back to David. Uh, let's go toys and games. Okay. And we're still in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> in 1993, this anthropomorphic detective duo hit the road in a PC adventure game by LucasArts. Those snuckies have always the cleanest bathrooms. Anthropomorphic detective duo. I have no idea. Uh, Ren and Stimpy. I have no idea. Ren and Stimpy is incorrect. Will, can you steal? Can you repeat the question? Sure. In 1993, this anthropomorphic detective duo hit the road in a PC adventure game by LucasArts. Those Snuckies always have the cleanest bathrooms. I don't know, but the only duo I can think of, uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl is also incorrect. Uh, This was a a PC game. It actually started as a comic book and then became a PC game, and then actually they had their own animated series in the later 90s. This was Sam and Max. I've never heard that. In my head, I was like, I know one of them's Max. I just couldn't get the other name. Yeah, Sam Sam (laughs) was a dog, and Max was uh, some sort of psychotic Uh, bunny. Okay. (laughs) Got it. All right. I'm already lost. Whose turn is it, Adam? Uh, I think it's mine. All right. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go with music, please. Music. 
And we're in the 70s. All right. This is a lyric question. I'm going to read you some lyrics from this 1971 funk classic. Mom loves the both of them. You see, it's in the blood. Both kids are good to mom. Blood's thicker than the mud. I don't have a clue. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pass. All yeah. right. David, can you steal? My guess would be blood is thicker than water. Blood is thicker than water is incorrect. This is quite possibly one of the hardest lyric questions I've ever done. Um, but I decided to stick with it because you know you just never know who's going to know the song and who's not. Uh, this was from Sly and the Family Stone, and it was A Family Affair. Oh, okay. well, new song for my playlist. <laughs> uh, all right. I believe it is David's turn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's go with slang. Okay. And we're going back to the 2000s. Man, I'm not getting any early stuff. This possessive term was something really douchey people would say when they felt like they'd accomplished something over someone else. Um, I guess owned, owned or, or pwned if you're in the uh, video game uh, culture. Owned is correct. Okay. <laughs> Just owned that one. question, David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Helps to have a teenager. There you go. <laughs> All right, Will. Uh, I will do food. Okay. And it's the 70s. Although they were pulled in 1975, this pinwheel-shaped snack took a popular food and put it into chip form. I bet the turtles would have loved them. Combos? Combos is incorrect. Dave, can you steal? Can you repeat the question? Yep. Although they were pulled in 1975, this pinwheel-shaped snack took a popular food and put it in chip form. I bet the turtles would have loved them. Um, pizza snacks? Pizza snacks is so close, but incorrect. <laughs> uh, they were called pizza spins. Oh. <laughs> they looked like pinwheels, and they were flavored like pizza. Cool. Okay. Never in a million years. <laughs> the, I tell you what, like the that. 70s food questions, I, in my opinion, are the hardest because most people of our age hadn't had the snacks. Right. And none of them stuck around. A lot of the stuff from the 80s and 90s has still stuck around. So that's that's the tough part about getting a 70s food question. Mm. Uh, all right. Um, news and politics. All right. News and politics. And we're in the 60s. All right. A zip code is a postal code used by the United States Postal Service and was introduced in 1963. What does zip stand for? Or ZIP? Zone Improvement Plan. Zone Improvement Plan is correct. All right. And if I'm looking at this correctly, uh, Will is left with fashion. My favorite. Yeah. <laughs> The decade will be the 50s. Oh, awesome. man. I'm pretty sure fashion is our most often left to the end. Yeah, exactly. Category. One of the most handsome and iconic men of the 1950s. This John, act- I wasn't born until 1985. So that's, that's a, you know, just letting you know. Sorry. <laughs> 
I just had to. (laughs) One of the most handsome and iconic men of the 1950s, this actor had an effortless fashion style with his leather jacket, blue denim jeans, and collars always up. James Dean? James Dean is correct. Nice. All right, and that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? All right, with his awesome fashion knowledge, we'll pull just slightly ahead. It is 40 to David's 30. And David got to pick first in round one. So, Will, you are going to pick for David in round two. What category do you want to give him? Fashion. All right. Of course. We're going to do it first this time. (laughs) Double fashion. (laughs) And the decade is the 70s. Beverly Johnson became the first black model on the cover of what major fashion magazine? Greta Garbo and Monroe would approve. Vogue. Vogue is correct. Get your mind to the music. <laughs> yes, as David is voguing very fashionably <laughs> over there. All right, David, what category do you want to give to Will? I was going to say fashionably is never a term that's applied to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, not with that hat and shirt. Yes, exactly. I'm just oh, I, I've been out in public wearing Raiders regalia and been heckled by children. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, given how good we were with it last time, I'm going to give Will food. Okay. And we're going to the 90s. 90s kids churned up this General Mills oatmeal that brought your breakfast to the next level with a sweet blend of sugar and spices. Probably had it a thousand times. Uh, Oatmeal. I know. I can't come up with it, so I'm just going to go with cream of wheat. Cream of wheat is incorrect. David, can you steal? Can you repeat the question? 90s kids churned up this General Mills oatmeal that brought your breakfast to the next level with a sweet blend of sugar and spices. Um, honey bunches of oats. Honey bunches of oats is not an oatmeal and unfortunately incorrect. Uh, If you remember, this was an oatmeal. It came with a little packet that had a little kind of a sweet syrupy thing and you would swirl it in. They were called swirlers. My parents are too cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Never got that one. (laughs) You're going to use your regular old brown sugar and you're going to like it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, all right. I think we are back to Will picking for David. Mm-hmm. Um, TV. The decade is the 70s. Your dreams were your ticket out of this classic 70s sitcom starring Gabe Kaplan as a high school teacher in charge of a racially and ethnically diverse remedial class called the Sweat Hogs. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter, is correct. I I just have to throw in a note in here. I used to belong to the Museum of Television and Radio in New York City, and um, one of the special programs that they had were pilot episodes and uh, finales of different TV series. And they showed the pilot of Welcome Back, Cotter, but they also showed... Um, John Travolta's screen test and Ron Hedges' screen test. and and um, cool. the, But also they had Farrah Fawcett auditioning to play Mrs. Cotter. And <laughs> she was just absolutely atrocious. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, I'm glad I picked TV for you. <laughs> uh, all right. So, David, now you get to pick a category for Will. Uh, let's go with 
uh, slang. Okay. We're staying in the 70s. Someone who was deceitfully foul and unsuccessfully cool in the 70s was called a what? A sweat hog. No idea. <laughs> sweat hog is incorrect. David, can you steal? Someone that was... Can you repeat it again? Sure. Someone who was deceitfully foul and unsuccessfully cool in the 70s was called a what? Unsuccessfully cool. Uh, a chicken. <laughs> a chicken is incorrect, but you did pick up on my foul clue i was looking for a oh. jive turkey ah there we go i did not pick up on foul not that i would have got it that, that was good all right adam where are we uh i believe david is picking for cassandra <laughs> uh, <laughs> no actually i just did um, oh that's I, right I, it's I, the other I way right you're right, right, right you're right uh will is picking for david uh we'll go with music that's my bad. Uh, decade is the 80s. First 80s question of the day. Jordan, Danny, Donnie, Joey, and Jonathan were all members of what late 80s boy band? New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block is correct. Um, let's go with news and politics. And we're staying in the 80s. In 1988... This governor of Massachusetts lost the presidential election to George H.W. Bush. The same year, his cousin won the Oscar for Moonstruck. Michael Dukakis. Michael Dukakis is correct. All right. And, Will, what do you want to give to David? Sports. Of course. (laughs) And it's the 70s. All right. Probably the last time the Raiders were good. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They won in eighty. Yeah, I think they won. Didn't they like win in two thousand or something like that? Well, they they went to the Super Bowl in in two thousand. Actually, actually, there was a there was like a a nineteen year stretch where the Super Bowl was won by the NFC team every single year, with one exception. That was the Raiders. That's funny. (laughs) I'm a Vikings fan. It wasn't the Vikings. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Here is your seventy sports question. In the aftermath of the 1972 Flood v. Kahn Supreme Court case, Major League Baseball negotiated a new collective bargaining agreement signed in 1976 that gave players a broader range of options as what? Uh, Free agents. Free agents is correct. All right. Um, Let's go with toys and games. All right. Games. We're heading all the way back to the 50s. What strategy board game of Diplomacy and Conquest has a suggested playing time of one to eight hours? But I don't know if I've ever bothered to finish a game. Risk. Risk is correct. (laughs) Has anyone finished a game ever? Yes, (laughs) I have. Yeah, good for you. (laughs) I was was one of those nerds. (laughs) I had... uh, four roommates in college and we would have a, a game out on our coffee table that we would inevitably start and it would sit there for like a month and then we would just inevitably pack it back up because we knew we were never going to finish it. Uh, Dave, I believe you're picking for Will. Yep. Other way. Yep. Yep. Other way. Exactly. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> um, it's either movies or literature. Literature. All right. 
And it's going to be the 50s again. April 3rd, 1953 was the first issue of this bi-weekly American magazine that provides TV program listing info as well as TV-related news, celebrity in, in uh, ah, celebrity in, celebrity interviews, and in some cases, horoscopes. TV Guide. TV Guide is correct. Although I would, I would definitely struggle to call that literature, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's what we specialize in on our literature category, is the not quite literature. I the love that, Yeah. The TV guy crossword just makes me feel so smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same one every um, And I guess I'm giving Will movies. Yep. And we're staying in the 50s to end the movies. All right. 1960's Magnificent Seven is largely considered a Western remake of 1954's Seven Samurai by this iconic director. Akira Kurosawa. Akira Kurosawa is correct. Who, interestingly, died on my wedding day. Oh. Um, like, we were, my wife and I, our wedding night, we were at a hotel, came out the next morning, there was a newspaper there, and like the front page headline was that Akira Kurosawa died. Oh, man. <laughs> As unfortunate, but we are at the end of round two. Adam, what is our score? Well, as Will was leading by 10 points at the half, the script has been flipped, and now David is leading by 10 points, and it is his 80 to Will's 70. All right, David, since you are in the lead, you are going to get to pick your category first for the final round. Which one would you like? Uh, Movies. All right. Okay. And we're going to be in the 80s. All right. And, Will, what category would you like? Sports. And we're going to be in the 50s. All right. So, based on 80s movies and 50s sports, please write down your bids. Okay. I've written it down in circle. All right. Will, let me know when you're ready. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Okay. Here is your 80s movie question. This 1983 film stars Helen Hunt as Tammy, a young girl who stands up against her coach and the naysayers of her small town to prove that she's capable of being a talented pigskin passer. And your 50s sports question. Randy Turpin was a British boxer who became the world middleweight champion when he defeated what American Hall of Famer in 1951? All right, while these two gentlemen are thinking about their answers, I am just going to mention out there, check out the different shows on the Beef Up Network. You've heard me say it every single episode. And um, if you are tired of me talking about it, then uh, pretty much just start listening and start subscribing. And if everybody in the world starts subscribing to our podcast, then I'll stop talking about them. So that's it. Go check out Blast From Our Past. Uh, People don't forget. Uh, Action Action, Podcasting After Dark, Cartwright, and Talking Back. So when we get those uh, 7 billion listens, then, um, yeah, or subscribers, then I'll be done. And so you can be part of the solution and not the problem. Go to BeefOpNetwork.com. I'm good. Uh, Yeah, I'm good. All right. All right. So, Will, since you were behind, why don't you let us know what were your answers to the questions? Well, I had no idea for the 80s movies, so I just wrote Little Giants because I love that movie, and let's why not? Um, And for sports, I went with Joe Lewis. All right. And David. Um, I could not think of an a Helen Hunt movie prior to Project X in 1987. So I just wrote uh, one of the boys and had absolutely no clue for the boxing. So um, I'm 
just saying I, I didn't write anything down. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, the 80s movie question about uh, Holland Hunt as Tammy, a young girl who stands up against her coach to be a talented pigskin passer. Adam, do you remember this movie? No, not at all. I definitely remember this movie, and it was called Quarterback Princess. Oh, never heard of it. Nope. Yep, she plays a, a girl. She actually like moves in from Oregon, and turns out she's a really good football passer, and she has to fight to get on the team. And for your 50 sports question, Randy Turpin, a British boxer, became the middleweight champion. We defeated what American Hall of Famer in 1951? The correct answer is Sugar Ray Robinson. Sugar Ray Asmund Robinson. Coin. <laughs> I picked the wrong one. <laughs> All right. Well, no one got their bids that round, so let's find out what the damage is. Will, how much did you wager? I bet 11, like Spinal Tap. All right. And David, how much did you wager? Nine. All right, Adam, do that math for me and tell me who is our winner. Keeping the lead with a score of 71 to 59, David is the winner. (laughs) You don't want to bet at all? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) My, uh, I I ran into that in in Trivial Warfare that it was just, um, I bit conservatively and um you know it could have ended up losing the game as a result of that but in this case with 50 sports i was like uh-uh <laughs> not touching it <laughs> all right will why don't you let us know uh do you have any shout outs or anything you want to say to the people before we go uh no not really just uh thank you guys for having me this was awesome and i'm glad i kept hurricane henry which is a weird french name by the way with an eye. i don't know why they did that <laughs> but i'm glad he stayed away so i could do this so i appreciate you guys all right. And David. Well, just to Will's point, um, apparently they cycle through names and they're on a French, uh, like every three years they'd go through French names, then they go through Spanish names, uh, et cetera. Um, but I just wanted to say uh, thank you to trivia players. Um, I, as I mentioned earlier, I am a trivia host. I host two shows in Venice, Florida, and um, one of our locations, we're coming up on our 200th show in a couple of weeks. And uh, so just Thank you to all the people who, who keep us uh, pub trivia hosts occupied and who listen to podcasts like this and, um, you know, who, who make it possible for us to indulge our passion. All right. Well, that's Adam and I'm John. And this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hi, my name is Scott, and I host a nostalgia cast called People Don't Forget. Join me each episode for a deep dive into all things nostalgia. Do you remember your favorite songs from the year 2000 or the TV shows you watched in 2003? If you don't, that's okay. Listen to People Don't Forget and take a particular journey with me down memory lane.